Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so energized and ready to tell you about today's show. Today is part two of an earlier show that I did two weeks ago, um, and today we're going to be talking about Bad boys get more dates. So this is part two. If you missed part one, part one was on uh, August 2nd, and it was called Why Women Choose Bad Boys. Okay? All right. So before we dive into today's topic, I really want you to go back and listen to last week's show in case you missed it. It was a landmark case that has got everybody talking. Everybody had an issue, and boy, oh boy, did we get callers, did we get opinions, and I am looking for your opinion on this topic. So last week's show was called Get Back in the Truck. Now, this young lady, she was 17 years old at the time. Her name is Michelle Carter. She sent her Internet boyfriend a text message that encouraged him to continue on with his suicide, hence the words, get back in the truck. He was um, in a truck, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, he had... He had rented a generator and got the proper hose and hooked it up to the exhaust uh, pipe of his car. And he wanted to fill the inside of his car with carbon monoxide and die a certain death that way. So anyway, to make a long story short, should she have been convicted for sending him a text message with these five words, she was sentenced to 15 months in prison for involuntary manslaughter. Uh, the case is now pending final sentencing because it's on appeal. And the controversy comes about in that should she be put away for a text message, um, was he going to go through with it? Anyway, as he had done before, he had attempted suicide and almost got there uh, shortly before this episode. But should she be put away regardless of her actions? So I want you to join my guest from last week um, the, with the law offices of Michael W. Brown, who was my guest. And we were talking about the legal issues as well as the emotionally charged case that this has uh, got everybody into a tin tizzy. Um, we had lots of callers, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it in case you missed that show. By the way, if you have other uh, topics or something that's in the news or something that's get, getting you really hot and bothered under the collar, uh, please write to me on my Facebook fan page. Pretty easy to find. Same name as the show. Just go to Facebook, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and say, hey, I have a topic idea. I, I have a guest idea guest suggestion um, or you have a comment or question on this and any of the previous shows that we might have had and I do read all my mail and I'm happy to take your suggestion so check that out so how are you going to check it out you download my mobile app again easy to find um, the men's advocate show with Linda Gross and it's going to download on your iPhone as well as Android phones and you have two different ways to listen you can listen live and hit the call now button to uh, do one touch dialing uh, from your cell phone or you can also listen to the on-demand library and catch up on in this show and any of the shows, archive shows, that uh, suit your fancy. If you haven't yet downloaded the app, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and tune in. All right, so let's get back to business here. Uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about bad boys get more dates. So are you sitting around for Miss Perfect? All the while, you haven't been laid in years. Ever wonder why the bad boys get dates and get laid plenty? Do they have qualities that you lack? So let's find out today how you can up your game, how you can take some of the skills that these bad boys have and use them to your best advantage, okay? Um, if you haven't downloaded the app, our call-in number is 951 951- 
952-9532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Okay, so let's talk about attraction. What is it that's going to get her hot and bothered? What is it that's going to make her be attracted to you? So, you know, asking a woman, um, asking why a woman likes likes bad boys, uh, sorry about that, asking a woman why a woman likes bad boys is pretty much the same thing as asking you why you like strippers and porn actresses. This is your version of the bad girl, I, I would say, right? Okay, so it's not the bad boy per se. It's what they represent. You want somebody, you want somebody wild in the bedroom. She wants someone to protect and provide. So if you push these, there are definite psychological action triggers. And it only takes about five to ten triggers to get a woman falling madly in love with you and desperately wanting to have sex with you. See, we're going to go over some of these triggers. Like, what is it that women want that draw her in? Okay, so we've talked about this many times. Just being the nice nice guy doesn't get the job done. So you have to step beyond the nice. You have to step into behavior that shows you are confident. Okay, so how are you going to do this? Well... It's she's evaluating how you interact with them, how you present yourself to her and to the world. What vibe do you have? Are you timid? Are you shy? Or do you make or procrastinate on decisions? Your attitude. Are you a risk taker? Um, how you take action around her and how you take action in life, life in general. Okay, so she's evaluating all these types of things and that's what draws her in and makes her want to tear your clothes off or it repels her and you get put in the nice guy zone because you're just not doing doing it for her. You're not hitting those action triggers. Now, it's not to say that women like bad bad boys more than every other type of guy who's out there. They just go for the bad boy when there aren't any real men around. So, you know, as you know, I as I teach in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. By the way, you can find my book on Amazon, either in the ebook format or in the paperback format. And we talk about this syndrome that, you know, in fact, I have chapter four and chapter four says nice guys don't work. And here are the reasons why. So you don't want to be in that nice guy territory. You want to be a real man, an authentic man. Um, I don't advocate you being a bad boy but there are some qualities that we're going to pick and choose today that you can adopt you can still be a real man but some of these strong qualities are some of those action triggers that you will want to have so anyway it's a lot to digest we're going to talk a little bit more about uh you know what are women attracted to so we're going to talk about how to make decisions and how that affects women positively or negative negatively we're going to catch you we're going to talk about this and more right after we come back from the break and again call the call-in number 951-922-3532 again the number is 951-922-3532 we'll catch you right back after the break Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. 
Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the bad boys, bad boys get more dates we're going to delve into why and how this happens and can you pick and choose some of their qualities to incorporate into your manhood to get the job done so as i was saying right before the break women are attracted to men who take risks who make decisions and have confidence. If you're lacking in one or any three of these issues, that is what you have to work on. All three of these are very strong and direct triggers for whether or not she's going to get turned on by you. Um, And here's the thing about decisions, guys. Come on. Like W.C. Fields used to say, other than death and taxes, Nothing in life is permanent. So drop the fear of making the wrong decision. Instead, just make a decision, any decision, and then stay solid in your decision. Now, many decisions can be reversed. And the ones that cannot be reversed, hey, so what? It's a life lesson. You can learn to not do that again in the future. Either way, it builds character and you have won by making a decision. There is a lot to be lost with indecision. Women do not want to be around a guy who can't decide things. Um, what do you want for dinner? I don't know, honey. What do you want for dinner? Where Do you want Chinese or Italian? I don't know. What do you want? We hate that kind of activity. It's We want someone to take a stand. We want someone to take the lead, take charge. I don't care what's going on in the media today, how everyone says, they want the sexes to be equal and, you know, the, all these items should be shared. I don't care. That's not one of her trigger buttons. Her trigger buttons, one of the things that she's looking to is, are you making a decision? Okay? So how you treat her and how you treat the world, she's evaluating all that. And you better be a decision maker. So forget being a perfectionist. It doesn't really matter what decision you make. That's not important. The fact that you make one, that's the key element. Okay, I think we have a caller on our on the line. I think we have a Sherwin from Las Vegas. Hello again, Linda. Great topic, first of all. And uh, we discussed this before, so I just want to say good job on a follow-up. But... Uh, here are just a couple of uh, my takes from my experiences that have worked. There's always, you know, everything within moderation. Don't completely be the nice guy, but don't also be the jerk all the time. And uh, going by what you said, women like providers, people who are decision makers, uh, 
Well, being in the military, that definitely helps you do that. But even if you're not in the military or are not in a biker gang, you can still get girls. But the thing is, uh, you can't be passive. And uh, one main thing is, and this is a cultural thing, be a little bit more mysterious and exciting now. In individualistic cultures, we tend to like to brag about ourselves and tell our goals and plans, but in European and Asian philosophy, especially with Sun Tzu, let our plan be as still as night, or your plan, and then attack. Uh, this goes into more of the lines of belief that it's good to have a little bit of mystery. You shouldn't know all your plans. Uh, you should be a little bit on the exciting side. I'm not saying take risks like bungee jump, but make decisions. Like you said, oh, I don't know what I'm going to major in or where I'm going to work or what I'm going to eat. I know I always wanted to go into the education law and politics, so I'm going to do that. But anyway, like you said, too, the worst thing you can do, I think, is not take any risks and not make any of the decisions because many of them can be reversed. And we only have a couple of opportunities to be great. And the rest, are, if you sit by, it's going to uh, disappear. So like my football coach said, take your chance to be great. That's all I have to say. Thank you. All very good points. And, yes, you know, those of you who are shy to make uh, decisions – this is how it works. Much like sports, you're not going to get to be a better batter if you don't step on the plate and start batting, start going to batting practice. And you've got to practice, you know, one hour a day, two hours a day, whatever, to be a great baseball player, right? Okay, well, the same thing with this. If you are, you know, fearful of making a decision, that's not going to get any better. You have to practice it just like you have to practice throwing that ball with your arm okay um so you know just make the decision it will help you get quicker it will help you make um, a more solid decision and it will help you make a decision in the future that you don't have to look back on and second guess yourself so once you've made that decision just keep on moving you know, if you need to change the decision at a later point in time, guess what? That's a new decision. It's not the decision from yesterday or the one that you made last week. That decision's dead and gone and over with. So if you have to alter your path, think of it as that's a new decision. This time, space, and energy have changed since you have made that decision so that's one way to tackle this fear issue is just look at it as a new decision if it comes to that you know what as you get better with decision making it won't come to that you will be solid and you won't even have to revisit those things because you'll get better and better at being sharp as to what decisions to make how to make them and when to make them you know, it's just a numbers game. You just have to immerse yourself and get in there. Jumping off with what um, Sherwin said with regard to the with regard to mystery, there was. I don't really like the word mystery. I like the word hold back, and I'm gonna. I actually have that in today's uh, talk. I'm gonna talk about holding back a little bit and what makes a bad boy a attractive that is one of the skills that is one of the uh the targeted action skills that she's looking at um i don't like the word mystery i i like the word hold back i know there was a very popular pickup artist uh last decade uh i think his name part of his name was you know the mystery man or something like that anyway it was very popular but I don't know. It's like that word mystery kind of to me means you're playing games. I don't want you to play games. I want you to do things, have actions with intent and purpose. So I'm going to circle back to that topic on what I think is a better word, a uh, better choice of words, which is hold back. And I'm going to tell you why it's important to hold back. Okay, we'll get to that in just a second. All right, now let's talk about a quality that a lot of bad boys have, narcissism. 
Now, I'm not endorsing narcissism, but there are certain qualities that I want us to pick and choose that you can incorporate on a real man's uh, behavior, on a real man's makeup, okay? So if you're missing some of these triggers, you're going to need to to work on them, okay? All right. So research has shown that more men than women possess narcissism and we're going to get into the reasons of why that is now the hallmarks of narcissism include dominance a sense of entitlement and a grandiose self-view now why is that well i think that young boys from the age of five up that grandiose self-view i think young boys are taught to like you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing, and boys don't cry and and all of that, you are encouraged to go to your next level self, okay? You are encouraged to be bigger than yourself, to do more than you can do, to know more than you actually really do know, um, until such time that you actually get to that point. So it's a way of looking forward. I don't want you to interpret this as being grandiose. I want you to look at, focus more on the self-view, that you're always asking of yourself just 5 or 10% more than what you're capable of because oftentimes if you set your sights like that, you actually do get there. So, for example, if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. If you don't know uh, what the roadmap is from point A to point B, let's say you're going from Los Angeles to Phoenix, if you don't know how to get there, um, heck, you might end up in Tijuana or something. So you're going to have to set your sights that, okay, first I have to go through downtown, then I have to get on Freeway 10, then I have to be traveling east, not west. I mean, you kind of have to set your sights a little bit more than what you, where you are right now to get to your end goal. So that's what I'm saying um, the importance of this takeaway of the self-view is a characteristic that narcissistic men have that you can incorporate into your daily life, okay? And again, that's one of those action triggers. So, you know, you may want to put that, you know, put that in the repertoire there, okay? Okay. Um, Now, it, studies show overwhelmingly that narcissism is a greater trait in men, even across cultures. And I keep telling you guys this. It's because it's an inherent quality. So if you don't have some of these attributes that, that these narcissists have, it means that you've been listening too much to the media You've been listening too much to the women in your life. You've been a mama's boy, listening too much to her. These are qualities that every guy has already. You just need to foster them. One great way to foster them is be around men. Be around a man whom you respect. Be around your dad. Be around an uncle or an older brother or something like that because guess what? They have those qualities too. You are born with it. So if you feel that you are lacking in some of these qualities, it's because your car has veered off the the cliff here. You've been listening to too much estrogen and it's taken you away from what you need to do. Okay? So that's why... You know, it says that this is cross-cultural. Of course it is. If it's something that's inherent in all men, um, of course it's going to be cross-cultural. It doesn't matter if you live on an island or a continent. It doesn't matter if you live in Asia or Europe or America. None of this stuff matters because it's something that you already possess. You just need to get in there and tap into it. Now, it's believed that narcissism may advance short-term mating in men. 
okay, as it involves a willingness and the ability to keep to compete with one's own sex. So, not only are you willing to compete, you get good at it. You have a high degree of certainty that you will win, meaning that you will have sex soon. So, oh, this is such an important quality. And I think a lot of nice guys sit back in the wings and, you know, they really don't want to compete. And worse than not wanting to compete, they want the woman to come over here. They want the woman to ask them out on a date or exchange uh, phone numbers or, uh, you know, it's just too much already. None of this fairy tale is going to happen. You can wish and hope and pray. And you know what? On the rare chance that it does happen, it's probably not a woman that you want to go out with or not a woman that you want to have sex with. So why are you leaving it in some random person's hand when you should be sharpening your skills with competition? That's what that's a quality that men inherently have, that it's an innate quality to compete. You want to come home with the prize. You want to, you know, uh, take down that animal and drag it ba- back to the camp and be the hero so your villagers can all eat now. I mean, they're depending on you, right, to be successful. So this is the same kind of thing. You can't just say, oh, the sexes are the same and buy into that and hope and wish and pray that this perfect woman is going to hit on you. Come on. I want to win the lottery too, but it doesn't work that way. So we've got to sharpen those skills. Okay. Another quality that men who are narcissistic have is the ability to repel mates shortly after intercourse. Now, like I say in my book, that men are inherently polygamous, that it is because of church and state that men have grown to uh, adopt monogamy. But that's not how men are in their natural animal state. So one quality that these narcissistic men have is once they have sex, they repel the woman. And the reason why is because they want to have sex with the next woman. Now, I'm not asking you to repel a mate only to the degree that she might not be an attractive life partner, then go ahead and repel her. I'm going to ask you to do it in a kind way, in a gentlemanly way. You don't have to be an a-hole to to take over this trait. Uh, But I think more important than the word repel, I want you to be discerning. Okay, it's two totally different words. So discerning means, well, maybe you, you know, attracted her into your lair. But then after she was there, you know, she's not really a good life mate. So then you sent her on her way. Okay, so, um, of course, they have these narcissistic men have the ability to say no. Basically, that's what it boils down to. By the way, the ability to say no, which is inherently a male quality. Women have to work like heck in order to adopt this quality. But you guys have it inherently. And if you don't have it inherently, you've just driven the car off the cliff. It's because you're listening to too much estrogen. Men have the inherent quality with the ability to say no. So if you don't want to bed her, if you don't want to bring her into your life, if you don't want to introduce her to friends and family and your boss, um, that's where the discerning part comes in. And you have to have the ability to say no. All right. Makes sense. Okay. So um, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about another quality that narcissists have and that's the ability to begin new relationships okay this is an important quality too so we're going to catch you right back after the break call me at 951-922-3532 again that number is 951-922-3532 
3-2. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about bad boys get more dates. We're picking and choosing some of the qualities that bad boys have to see if we can incorporate incorporate them into your life. I want you to be real men, to be confident men, and there are certain qualities that the bad boys have that we can add to our life by using those qualities. Now, in psychology, we call these traits action triggers. There are certain triggers that are going to turn women on, that are going to invite the woman to come closer to you um, rather than her dismissing you and putting you in the nice guy category, which you don't want to be. Okay? So we were talking about um, another capability that these narcissists have is that they are adept at beginning new relationships and identifying multiple mating opportunities. So as such, there once again, this also leads to why they are less monogamous. So how do they do that? To a degree, these men separate love from sex. Why? Because their end goal is sex. So it's just a numbers thing that they will get more sex if they disconnect the part about also wanting love, right? So, um, you know, adding the love element to to it is going to complicate things and it's going to make their numbers go down. If you're asking for one item versus asking for two items, you know, statistically, the numbers are lower, right? So it's just easier. By definition, since men are inherently polygamous, it's just easier to just go for the sex. Now, can you add the, the love layer to it? Of course you can. But uh, smart men like know the time and place to add that love element to it. I think a lot of the nice guys, what they do is they ask for the love element up front and too quickly. When you do that, you appear needy. Um, you know, you appear uh, hungry for love, and it's not even her per se. So it's not even making her feel special. It's in general you want love in your life. Well, it doesn't work that way. And maybe Mama brainwashed you that oh, you should find a nice girl that you can love. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but it doesn't work. So, and that's not how real men operate. Real men are discerning and 
at a later point in time, they add the love element. They don't add that element on day one. You know, for for most men um, who know what they're doing, that element comes later. They're putting her through a test. It may come as much as 90 days later. Now, women fall in love very quickly. Women know, like within five or ten minutes, you know, whether this guy is going to work out or not. Uh, guys don't act so quickly. For guys, that turnaround time is 90 days. So they're going to be discerning. They're going to be evaluating the situation. And most importantly, they're going to make her earn that love. They're earn his love, I should say. Okay? Um, and by doing so, that woman actually, she might not like it, but she will value that. She will appreciate that, and at the end of the day, it makes her feel special. It makes her feel like you've chosen her out of a list of a 100 women or a 1,000 women, that there's something unique and special about her that you chose her. So if you give it away too easily and too frequently, it's actually a turn off, and I don't want you to be operating from that place. So... Um, I just want you to be aware, uh, you know, of, of some of these dynamics. So, as I say, as a good guy, I want you to incorporate some of the narcissistic factors, um, you know, psychologically speaking, without being that narcissist. For example, um, you may not want to separate the love from the sex, but you can adopt being willing to compete, having a high degree of certainty that you will win her over, and you can get good at starting new conversations. And again, it has to be um, related to how self-assured you are. And you're not going to do that sitting in a corner. You're not going to be able to develop those conversational skills by watching porn and playing video games all day. You have to go out in public and practice those skills. I don't want you to practice them on a seven, eight, or nine. I want you to practice them on four, fives, and sixes. Now, I don't want you to necessarily bed uh, a four, five, or six, but you need the practice, okay? Because then when a good-looking woman finally does come along and somebody whose characteristics and character that you really do like, you can spring into action because you already have the practice and you're not going to be stumbling all over your words, okay? Okay. So why does the sexual selection work for men? In other words, this ability to separate sex from love. It is suggested that women are responding to signals of male quality when it comes to reproduction. Men want sex. Women want to produce a child. It's nature at its most primal phase. It's animal behavior without thought. That's why these elements work so well. So the researchers also noted that women respond to men's ability to sell themselves. These men have figured out a way to win women over, and that is a sexy quality. So I want you to, to learn some of these elements as well. All right. Another thing that is in into play is <laughs> Mother Nature is very good and she is very adept at making you follow her plan. So a lot of what's going on is hormonal. Um, she is getting a hormone dump, you know, once a month just prior to ovulation. And that's the time when women are that's the time when men can be most successful with women, with winning uh, these women over is because of these hormonal factors that she can't control. They're going to happen whether they have her sign off or not. So we're going to talk about uh, those hormonal dumps and what it means to you and how you can maximize on that. So we'll catch you right back after the break. Call us at 951 951- 922-3532. Again, that number is 
Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about bad boys get more dates. Okay, before we hop back into our topic here, um, if you like our show, I'm, I'd like to ask you to show your love. Listen, call, like my fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, download my app, buy my book on Amazon, and uh, yeah, call into the show or make suggestions. These are these are all great ways to help us spread the word. And your thoughts and questions are very important to me. So I hope you will do that. All right. So let's get on to the topic of it's hormonal. So it's been scientifically proved that women choose bad boys over nice guys due to a mixture of hormonal psychological and evolutionary reasons now ovulation makes women think sexier men will make better mates than the dependable looking man Hmm. so basically mother nature has an agenda she doesn't care what your decision is mother nature has pre-programmed women to produce a child and that's what this is all about so she's going to dump that hormone once a month at the same time as every month and uh you know it's it's roughly about 14 days after the first day of her last period when that ovulation window starts so women can have their ovaries to blame for oogling a bad boy at the bar. So during the week of ovulation, women delude themselves into thinking that the sexy bad boys will become devoted partners and better dads. Now remember, this is all an effort to produce a kid, not to produce a life mate. Mother nature wants a kid. What the woman does with her life after the kid is born is not mother nature's problem. You know, unfortunately, we don't have a hormone dump for selecting a life mate. Darn the luck. I wish it were the other way around because it kind of doesn't make sense the way it is. But, okay, the reason why it is the way it is is because way back when, you know, tens and thousands of years ago, there were only 2,000 people on Earth and there was a, 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 a very strong probability that the species would die out. So that's why Mother Nature said, all right, well, we're just going after the reproduction gene. That's it, because, you know, there's there's all kinds of ways you can die out. You can die out due to childbirth. You can die out because you don't have enough to eat or enough clean water 
or it could be a weather event like a tsunami or a hurricane or an avalanche or something of that nature. Um, you know, there were a million and one ways <laughs> that the species could die out back then. And those, those still exist today to a, to a large degree. Um, so anyway, that's why the hormone dump is for procreation. So now you might ask, okay, not all women ovulate. And, you know, not all women are interested in having a, ch a child. You know, is that going to cause, you know, your hormones to be any different than the woman who is uh, in ovulation phase and seeks a child? So those ovulation years are from ages 13, from puberty up until about age 35. That's when... Um, that dump is going to be the strongest. After 35, that hormone diminishes significantly and the urge to produce a child isn't as strong as it once was, like when she was in her 20s. Okay, so it turns out, according to the research, it doesn't matter what her intention is. In other words, that she's not interested in producing a child. That hormone dump is going to happen regardless. So it will dilute her judgment Regardless, so even though she might not have intended to have a kid, and even though she might not in have intended to be with a bad boy, she does so anyway, and she produces a kid anyway. And then society and she are left with the fallout of those decisions. It's because that's how strong these hormones are, that you just can't override them, basically. So... According to a study that was published in the Journal of uh, Personality and Social Psychology in 2014, ovulation hormones lead women to view sexier, more alpha men as better potential mates and fathers than their less sexy but obviously more dependable counterparts. Now, these findings were reported after another study was conducted on the same topic at the University of Texas in San Antonio. Researchers showed their female subjects dating profiles of either a sexy man or a seemingly reliable man during periods of both high and low fertility. Okay, so um, after viewing the profiles, the women were asked which man they thought would contribute more to parental duties, such as cleaning, cooking, helping out with the child care, grocery shopping, you know, basic household things, and if they were to have a child with them. But see, let me diverge a little bit away from the research. You can ask these women these questions all day long, whether they're going to, whether the potential guy is going to be a good mate, whether he's going to help with child care duties or household duties, who cares it doesn't matter like i say mother nature has her agenda and that's to do the produce the hormone dump and she can't override this by saying oh well you know i'm going to now ch choose a mate that's going to you know participate 50/50 in childcare it doesn't work that way okay <clears throat> all right let's get back to the uh, the survey um, turns out, <laughs> no surprise, the alpha men won out that she, that the, these women in the survey invariably chose the alpha men as to who to mate with, who to bed with. So, um, under hor the hormonal influence of ovulation, women delude themselves into thinking that the sexy bad boys will become devoted partners and better dads. So I, I submit to you to say that this is going to continue on whether she's ovulating or not. And if Mother Nature doesn't hit her next month, guess what? We have the month after this month to try again and two months later to try again. And Mother Nature is going to keep at it until a child is produced. So <laughs> she will continue to make bad male decisions, bad partner decisions, because she really hasn't given it much thought. She's operating from her animal primal needs, okay? So that's why I want you to click into gear of being a discerning man. Don't give away your love too easily. 
just because she's not thinking clearly because she's hormonal doesn't mean you should, you know, <laughs> uh, follow suit and do the same thing. No. You know, you are have a different brain than she does. You have different hormones than she does. And like I say, you have the ability to say no. So if you have to put that into place, then you put that into place. And uh, you don't make bad decisions just because she's making a bad decision, okay? So don't follow her lead. Um, she shouldn't have a lead. You should be 1% more of a man than she. So what that means is um, men are very attuned to natural selection. They, they very much connect with the fact that if I have... Uh, if I bed this woman, what will my offspring be like? Um, of course, most men consider that they want to upgrade. In fact, they try to choose women that are a little above their pay grade because they want better for their up for their offsprings than the kind of life that they had. So they want uh, their offspring to be uh, more intelligent more well-rounded, more physically capable, and have a better general quality of life than they did. So, you know, men can be discerning. That's a man's job is to ensure that the natural selection, that the race keeps getting better and better and better and more evolved. So that's your job. Not her job. Women don't think this way. I try to explain these uh, elements to women, and I might as well be speaking um, Martian or something like that because it goes over the head of many women because women, women don't think that way. Intelligent women do. You can explain it to them, but a lot of women just have never uh, tapped into these concepts. But guess what? Men tap into these con concepts, and I want you to reconnect with that ability because it's a very important one. Okay. All right. I want to thank you for joining our show today. We are here each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So glad to have you here. Tell your friends. Make it a great day. And join us again on the Men's Advocate Show. <laughs> 